Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. in your pursuit of God's plan and purpose in your life and expect to enjoy the fulfillment that He offers. Let me say that again. You cannot expect to enjoy the fulfillment that's possible if you're just half-hearted about walking it out. No, it's worth fighting for. His promises are dependable. God doesn't force His promises on anyone. Every day, we're confronted with the choice to follow Him or to choose our own way. Many of us take a half-hearted approach and only follow when it feels good or is convenient. As Pastor Robert explains in today's message, you can't expect to experience the fullness of God's promises until you give yourself fully over to Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, our podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 6 for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. supposed to set out you know to be weird just for the sake of being weird or be in people's faces or be obnoxious but but we need to have fellowship in the Lord and recognize that if we're doing that yes we are going to be a little different from the world around us that's a good thing that's what we're supposed to be salt and light point number two his promises are not for everybody His promises are not for everybody. You know, a lot of times we think they are, don't we? God's made these promises, and no matter what, these promises, they're solid, they're for everybody. Well, the promises are solid, but they're not for everybody. And here's what I mean by that. See, the Bible said here in this passage that some, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. That implies that others don't. Again, people miss out. People miss it. Some people just give up. You know, I, I had the conversation yesterday with somebody, you know, was talking to me about this, you know, like, you know, I try and, and I, you know, and, 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 and I, I want to live it. And, and it usually lasts a few days. And then what? And, <laughs> you know, he, we never would word things this way. But basically what this guy said to me was, well, then I give up. Then I give up. I go, you know, I just do what I want to do. I give up on following Jesus and I indulge my flesh. I give up. Well, if you give up, you're never going to get, you're never going to receive the things that God has prepared for you. If you just give up, he didn't say it was going to be easy. It's worth it. You can't be half-hearted in your pursuit of God's plan and purpose in your life and expect to enjoy the fulfillment that he offers. Let me say that again. You cannot expect to enjoy the fulfillment that's possible if you're just half-hearted about walking it out. 
No, it's worth fighting for. His promises are dependable. But you have to determine that you're going to trust him and keep walking forward. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. In other words, it's beyond your wildest dreams. You know, like I've said so many times before, God's plan for your life is better than your wildest dreams. But you got to trust him. You got to stop chasing your dreams and start pursuing his perfect will for your life. And he, he keeps his word. His promises are made to those who seek his kingdom. He doesn't promise to bless people who are complacent and disobedient. We say that again. He does not bless complacency, nor does he bless disobedience. If you will just trust him and obey him and go for it, you'll be blessed. You know, it reminds me, many years ago, there were two beautiful young ladies attended the church. And this is probably, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 years ago, something like that. And, and, and they were coming to the church, and I scheduled a um, mission trip. It was going to be our first mission trip to Peru. And there were just a handful of people, you know, these two young ladies and myself and one or two other people. And we were going to go to Peru for like 10 days or two weeks and do this missions trip. And, you know, they're committed, and we're ready to go. And then one of the other big churches scheduled a singles retreat at the same time. And they backed right out of that mission trip. And I'm like, but you, you said you were going, I mean, you made a commitment. You said you were, yeah, but pastor, I mean, you, you understand, right? I mean, it's the, it's the singles retreat. And I'm like, yeah, I understand. I get it. You're chasing a husband instead of pursuing the will of God for your life. And of course, they, they now attend that other church. They, I succeeded in, no, they didn't find the husband's. Now, listen, I get it. I, I totally get it. I mean, I was, I was, you know, I was 30 years old and working in Youth with a Mission, and, and I really wrestled with it. I was so tempted to leave Youth with a Mission at one point because in Youth with a Mission, you know, if I was interested in a, in a young lady and, and she was involved in a, in a church, you know, and not part of Youth with a Mission, well, then she had to go through a year of training. She had to commit herself to missions and ministry and, and, and kind of narrowed the pool of candidates right down for me. You know what I mean? Just weren't that many... And I, I had such a crush on this one beautiful young Puerto Rican girl down at church down South Dade. Hey. She wasn't the least bit interested in missions, ministry, youth of the mission. And I wrestled with it. I wrestled with it. Can't I just, you know, I mean, you know, I could, that's a great church. I mean, I could plug right in down there and, and thank the Lord I didn't do it. I realized, you know, it, it was God who said it's not good for a man to be alone. That was him. And I just needed to trust him and not go chasing after my dream, trying to make something happen. Just wait. Let him work. And you know what? I mean, as soon as I really did that, where I just said, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. He brought Elizabeth all the way from Denmark. You know, like I've said before, I never would have thought to look in Copenhagen. But he brought her to me, which brings me to my third and last point here. His promises are immutable immutable. His promises are solid. We're flaky. That's the problem. His promises are solid. And the minute you and I determine, I'm going to follow him, I'm going to pursue his best, I'm going to be steadfast in my commitment to obedience, and I'm going to passionately pursue his will. Well, his promises are steadfast. 
you know, he gives us as an example here, Abraham, and he, and he tells us that, that God actually took an oath to Abraham. Why did he do that? He didn't, it wasn't necessary that he do that. But he says he did it that we would have and that Abraham would have greater consolation. In other words, that we would know he's serious about this stuff. His promises are solid, steadfast. And I appreciate the example that we have in Abraham because Abraham was a mess. Abraham wasn't perfect. The father of faith, as he's referred to in the Bible, made all kinds of mistakes. Some of you remember the story. You know, Abraham sets out and yeah, I mean, he obeys God. He trusts God. He's going for it. And, and as soon as he comes to a place where, you know, he's, he's entering another kingdom and he, and he looks at his wife and the Bible says she was a knockout. And Abraham's like, okay, they're going to kill me to get to her. So here, here's what we're going to do, Sarah. We're going to tell them you're my sister. And she went for that. I mean, isn't that amazing? My wife would never go for that. I mean, it's like... Abraham was a mess because, I mean, he did it a second time. You, those of you who know the Bible, you remember. Just, he didn't just do it once. He did it again. He did it twice. Abraham was a mess. But listen to me carefully. He never turned back. Do you understand? That's what he got right. That's the message. He never turned back. Yeah, he made mistakes. Made, made that same mistake twice. But he learned from it. And he kept moving forward. He, he determined in his heart that, that he would trust God. And he learned to trust him more and more and more. And, and that's what we're talking about. You know, God responds to that. He keeps his promises. Now, now listen, final thought. Is there something that is hindering you from trusting the Lord? Is there something in your life right now that's hindering you from actually receiving the inheritance that God has prepared for you? Is there something that, that has you so distracted that, that you're not letting go of it? And it's preventing you from receiving the things that God wants you to receive? I meet a lot of Christians who are just frustrated, struggling, and having a hard time. And it always comes back to the same thing. There's, there's something that's hindering them, preventing them from just trusting God and letting go. Either it's the fact that they don't believe if they just actually trust Him that He's going to take good care of them. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Hebrews. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. We'd be grateful if you'd take some time today to lift us up in prayer. As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we want to make sure we're listening to our Creator first and following His directions always. Would you also pray for our listeners that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can join in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. Thanks for praying about this, and thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio. Radio.